ladies and gents, welcome to the Moss Outdoorsman with our man, Randall Moss, the small town boy from Gastonia who became a man, a husband, and a father. The six sport, that's right, six sport athlete who became a hunter, a fisherman, and an outdoorsman. You know, sometimes when the balls start bouncing, as he would say, you gotta find something to give you that brush. And boy, oh boy, did my man find something in hunting, fishing, and the outdoorsman life. Now he's giving you tips and tricks so that you could be on top of your game. So now, without further ado, y'all give it up for the host, Mr. Brown Redneck himself, Randy Moss. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Randy, a.k.a. The Brown Redneck. Welcome to another episode of The Moss Outdoorsman. Uh, I got my fam in the back, Marcus Mooney, the poet. Yes, sir. You know, this man been so busy, man. We we had to zoom it up. That's that the woods is on and popping right now for my man, y'all. For for my man. So, you know, but thankfully we able through technology to still get something in, man. But this kid right here, he stay in the woods getting it in. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, I haven't did one shoot since what August? Yeah, I yes. think August 15th. Yeah, yeah, it's been it's been a little minute, man. But you've been you've been on. I've been watching you, man. You know we've been touching bases. I mean, you've been in, out there getting it in. Man, been super busy, man. Signed that contract with the TV company. Got to get these uh thirteen episodes out. It's dropping uh January the first on the Pursuit Channel. It's gonna be live for thirteen weeks, and then the following thirteen weeks after that, people can stream it. Nice, nice, bro. That's dope, man. That's dope, for real. It's been on the grind, eh? Hey. Things is looking good. <laughs> yeah, man, what, what you what you most excited about, bro? Like being being able to take it from you know not just podcasting and social media stuff, but network, man. Like like I know, I mean, it's exciting, bro. But you know what? What are you looking forward to the most? Man, honestly, with their reach, it's um thirty five point seven million homes. So it's not all about hunting. Like with the podcast, you know how we drop the Bible verse at the end of the podcast. So now it's a larger platform to reach people that might not get that word. Oh, man, that's good, bro. For sure. For sure. Yeah, man. And you doing your martial art thing, too, man. He showed my daughter a thing or two, you know what I'm saying? My son. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you getting it all in these days. A big thanks to man for uh, changing church, allowing me to come in there, you know. Pastor Ricky and First Lady, I appreciate it. Most definitely, man. And I know we appreciate you, man, just as a church body, like what you're giving to the community. That's dope, fam. We appreciate it for sure. And yeah, anytime I can give, you know what I'm saying, give back and help out. Because like I said, I started martial arts when I was nine. I've been in it for a minute. Yeah. And yes, plus, it's a, um, it's a free workshop, you know what I'm saying, for the kids. They learn in math and science, and then I'm taking care of the extracurricular with martial arts. It's a win-win situation. <laughs> That's right. It's a win-win. You get the books right, and then the bully can't push you around in the hallway. Facts. Facts. <laughs> the buck <laughs> stops here. No pun intended. <laughs> Oh man, that's what's up, bro. That's what's up. So, I right, man, you got a lot going on. So, man, we look, we just about to sit back and 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 hear all this great news, man. And you fill us in on all this activity because you've been you've been getting it in, bro. Yes, yes, facts, definitely. Um, 
I know I took my daughter to uh, South Carolina on September the 1st. Gun season came in down there. Um, shout out to Black Creek Stands. Um, you'll get their information this podcast. Um, but yeah, man, it's a family, you know, oriented environment. It's a safe environment. You can just, you know, climb up in a tree stand. They tell you what number stand to go to. You pay them the money. You fill out the piece of paper. They got the corn out on the ground. All you got to do is make the shot. Wow. That's so dope. I took, took my daughter down there. We ended up getting a uh, a six-point buck. She was super excited. Uh, we seen another deer while we was down there as well. Um, I'll be back down there soon because the rut about to be in full effect. <laughs> well, the, all right, so we got to know the deets, man. Give us the details. Like, you know, say, well, how, how'd y'all get that six-pointer, man? So... We got up in the stand, sitting there. I told her, I said, all right, the last 90 minutes, since it's still early September, I was like, the last 90 minutes, the deer going to start coming out to eat. They got to feed. So basically, they've been on the pattern. So it's it's real easy to get on them then because all they're doing is clockwork. It's a certain time they're going to walk in, they're going to eat yeah. every day. So I was like, all right, the last 30 minutes, game on. Next thing you know, I said, look, look. I see the buck come out. He got the doe with him. They walking up the trail. It's like pines on both sides. Um, they took a bush hog. They cut straight down there. It's almost a 300-yard lane shot to the bottom. The deer popped out at about 120. He made his way all the way up to about 55, 60 yards. <laughs> Man. Man, I shot that that dog on six five Creedmoor with that Nosler ballistic tip bullet, bro. The deer ain't making ten yards. Good gracious, mm. game over. Got him, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Then, um, a few weeks ago, took my daughter and my wife uh, down to the beach. We went to top sail. The fish running good at the beach. Mullet running good, a whole bunch of bait in the water, Spanish mackerels running, bluefish running, jacks running, kings are starting to come in closer, the spots is hitting, red drum, papa nose, everything. <laughs> if you're a fisherman, take your hips to the beach. To the a beach. A a the water <laughs> getting stirred up, bro. That's what it is. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. When them cool temps hit, mm -hmm. October. Pretty much everywhere, it's a um. They call it a mullet run. So like, the fish is a bait fish. Um, they'll move in closer, all up and down the east coast. Take your butt to the beach and fish. So since I had the family with me, I usually don't fish off the pier that much. But I was like, all right, let me go to Bass Pro Shop. I need to grab a new rig for my daughter. I need to grab a new pole for myself. Went in there, got something that I can use to throw. Um, it's a lure called a gotcha plug. They make them in all different colors. Um, I usually use the one-ounce lures. So I had a 2500 series reel on a pole that I can throw um, one-fourth ounce all the way to two-ounce jigs. So I used that one-ounce gotcha plug. I got 20-pound test, running it to a 30-pound uh, liter. Tie it on there, throw it out, work the jig, man. Yo, 
that doggone Spanish I caught, bro, was almost five pounds. So if it would have been five pounds, I would have got a citation, meaning the North Carolina Wildlife would have sent me a certificate and my name would have got put in the book. Man, that fish was four pounds, five ounces. Oh, I was happy about it, but then I was hot. He ain't make the mark. <laughs> Why you eat just a little bit more before I came home? Just a little Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> man, that's dope, though, fam. So y'all feel what? One, two coolers up? Like, what? what how much y'all catch I out caught, there? I caught that Spanish that weighed four pounds, five ounces. I caught another one that was like two pounds. I caught one that was like a pound and something. And then I caught uh like three or four bluefish. So I did pretty good, man. I right. did pretty good. I wish I wish I would have stayed one more day. Like I had talked to my wife because we had booked a room and was already paid for, but we ended up leaving like late that night. Um, but stayed until the morning. I was like, shoot, man, even if my daughter missed one day of school, one day of school ain't gonna hurt, you know. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> get these fish, how to get these fish. Right. This is hey. a different education you're getting right here. Facts. I'm teaching patient. <laughs> These great life lessons. <laughs> oh, man. That's dope. I'm, if she missed a day of school, I'm, I'm really not too concerned about it, bro. She makes straight days. You know what I'm saying? I stay on top of her with her book. So one okay. day ain't going to. Plus, the teacher, the teacher get to work so she can make it up. But. <laughs> Trust and believe. Next trip we go to in the fish bite. <laughs> oh man, I can see it now as you come to school. You got a note for yesterday. Yeah, here you go. And say the fish was biting dad. <laughs> man, yeah. She um I taught her how to use a gotcha plug. That's her first time using it, fishing from the pier. Yeah. Up catching like two or three, she did pretty good. Nice man, nice. Now those harder to rig. And I would. So no, but the challenge is fishing from the pier. Like I'm thankful for the people that was there that's got this net because if they didn't have that net, I couldn't have got the fish up. Ah, got you. So it's not like when you're from the surf. I mean, sometimes you still got to net them, but nine times out of ten, I can just drag it right up on the beach. You know what I'm saying? But. With that joker dog on on the pier, shoot, that pier's up, give or take, close to 30 feet from that water. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a long way up. (laughs) 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 But yeah, man, so we went down there, and then um, I've been hunting in Chester, South Carolina. Gun season just came in down there October the 11th. Um, I seen a small buck, man, a little five-point walk straight to me, bro. Like, I could have hit him with a rock. <laughs> no lie. I took my daughter to school, dropped her off at the bus stop. I was like, all right, I'm going to leave the bus stop. I'm going to go sit in the stand for a little bit. But my wife got to go to work. Got in the stand like 8 o'clock. Man, I wasn't in the tree stand 10 minutes. I hear, I look. Man, that joke will run straight to me. I throw the gun up because at first I couldn't see it was a buck. I just see movement in the woods and I seen the body coming through. I was like, all right, if it's a doe, I'm going to blast it. If it's a decent buck, I'm going to squeeze the trigger. When I throw the gun up, I look. I was like, man, where your daddy at? <laughs> <laughs> Tell your daddy to come here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Yeah, I, I sat there for a little bit longer hoping because I had a dough that's been coming out on camera at like 9.30. I was like, all right, if she pop up, you know, I'm going to go ahead and get some more meat. Yeah. She didn't show up. I was like, okay, let me climb down, head on out. Then the other day, I took my homeboy. Uh, we went to South Carolina hunting on the um, the National Wildlife Refuge down there in Santee. Man, when I tell you, I ain't never in my life been to a spot that's got this many hogs out there. My buddy told me the DNR in South Carolina trapped 300 pigs out there last year. Dang. Yo, when we pulling in, my homeboy was like, look, man, I turned my head to the left, bro. No lie, this pig was at least three feet off the ground to his back. <laughs> easy crazy. 200 walking through the woods I was like yeah how, how many pounds bro at least 200 plus Woo. Woo. good gracious yo okay my dog weighs like 120 pounds everybody's like my dog huge bro if I would have put my dog beside that pig he would have made it look small man Good. That pig, that pig was at least two of my dogs. Man, how you even look? You get two or three of them, man. You try to get it home. <laughs> it's like man. that's crazy, man. Ooh-wee. Man. Fact, then I was driving. I didn't have my trailer with me. So I took the Jeep. Man, the Jeep ain't got that much room in the back. Bro, I was gonna make it work. <laughs> make it work. <laughs> I was gonna make it work. <laughs> so we end up we end up driving down the road a little bit more. He was like, "Look, man, it's a buck right there on the side of the road to the right." I was like, "Yo, it's about to be a great day." We drive all the way back to the back where my homeboy told me to go to. <laughs> Walk down the woods. I um end up putting my stand up first. I got some climbing sticks. Put the climbing sticks up. Climb to the top. Put the hang on, ratchet it, strap down, come back down. I walked about 200 yards to the uh the woods a little bit more, bust the right. I was like, yo, I'm gonna put you in this tree right here. I let him get my climber, got it wrapped around the tree, walked back to the car, got the guns, walked back, climbed up right before the sun came up. Put me some scent out on the ground. I used Black Widow, I used Dominant Buck, and then I used Doe and Estrus with uh, a hint of vanilla in it. Sun came up. I hit the doggone deer call. Two dope bleats, followed by a long buck grunt. Sitting there messing with my phone. Next thing you know, I look up. The deer ain't number 15 yards away from me. Man. I was like, don't see me. Don't see me. Because <laughs> the way the way the doggone deer standing, he got his eyes, and they can see almost 360 around. Mm. So his head up and he alert. I was like, all right, I can't move that much because I got my gun sitting like right here. I got a um a easy bow hanger, so it's sticking out, and I thought I was gonna hook my gun on it. I was like, all right, I gotta grab this gun. I gotta move slowly so this joker don't see me. I put my hand up like that. I was like, you don't see me, you don't see me. He put his head down. Why I grabbed that gun so fast and threw it up. <laughs> That joker stopped right there in the opening. 
man, it happened so fast. I got my I got my gun right here. I got my camera right here. I couldn't even turn my camera. It happened that fast. Good gracious. Man, I threw the gun up. <clears throat> I hit him. I see where he went. His doggone shoulder was, I blew his shoulder out because he was hopping on three legs. My homeboy texted me. He's like, yo, what you get? I was like, a buck. I stayed about 35 more minutes. I was like, all right, it's time to climb down. I got to get back home before my wife go to work so I can get the kids. Man, climbed down, took the stand down, got him situated, took the stand down, went back to the car, come back. We had to cross this little, um, it's almost like a little small creek. Yeah. So like, in some spots, it's super deep. I was like, man, look, I ain't trying to do it like I did the doggone week before when I took my daughter on the daddy-daughter hunt. I shot a buck. I know I killed the buck. I heard the buck splash in the water, but it ran back in the swamp. Mm. Man, I get down to go look for it. I'm walking, not even 20 yards. Bro, I fall in a hole. Oh. The water come above my waist. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh. Yo, they got they got big alligators down there. That's why I'm like, yo, I'm down here by myself. Let me hurry up and get out of this water. Yeah, yes, sir. Good gracious. I know that was scary, bro. Man, what? So I climb back up to the tree stand. I get back, man. I'm soaking wet. I take my boots off. I take my socks off. I wring my socks out. I hang them up in the tree. I take my boots. I flip them upside down. I'm sitting in the tree stand with my daughter. Now, it's cold that day. It's in the 40s. Water just doggone dripping from my pants leg all the way down to the bottom. You can hear it. Mm. It's hitting the leaves. I was like, you know what? This ain't about to be deja vu. I ain't doing that again. <laughs> so I'm down further <laughs> to where I had enough room to jump it. I was like, all right. I jumped across, walked back in there. Blood was everywhere. I was like, okay, cool. We about to doggone follow this blood trail. Yeah, yeah, you about to find him. Man, yeah. I was like, I right, I see him. And plus, I could smell him. So, like, the rut about to kick off big time. So, the rut is when the bucks start breeding. Yeah. So, then they just wide open. They got one thing on their mind. Females. 24-7. <laughs> That's it. They wide open. Bro, they worse than the doggone teenager smelling this hill. Hey, you know we was in a rut at one point, die. <laughs> so, like, when that happens, they got a real, real strong smell that they'll put out. And they got what they call tarsal glands that's on the back close to their legs. And so when they urinate, they rub their legs together. And so that urine is going down on their, you know what I'm saying, that gland. And they give a real, real strong pheromone. And every buck, you know what I'm saying, is different. But you can smell it. Like, if it's a rutting buck in the air, you like, I smell a deer. So, like, I'm getting closer to him. I was like, man, I know I, I can doggone smell him. I was like, oh, there you go right there. Walk up to him, count his points. Like, we got a little six-pointer. Cool. Bro, I was happy with it because, yes, I killed deer bigger than that. But for one... I went in there and did something different. That was my first time putting up a ladder stick 
in the well, climbing sticks and a hang on at dark because we got there at five thirty. It's pitch black outside. Wow. Then two, I called the deer in. Three is a public land, so a whole bunch of people hunt that spot. So the deer pressure, like deer, be like, okay, I ain't coming out today. Something ain't right. <laughs> but yeah, man, I was doggone excited about that. I was like, shoot, I really was wanting to shoot one of them big old pigs. But I was gonna go this morning, but I was so doggone tired, man. After doggone teaching them thirty one kids yesterday at the church, and then getting back home. Daddy duty, mm -hmm. you know, spending time with my wife. Then we was running errands all day. And then we went to Bass Pro Shop. I had to pick up some more items. Got back to the house, got something to eat. Man, I ain't lay down at 12 o'clock. I was like, shoot, if I'm going back to South Carolina to hunt again, I got to leave the house by three. I was like, mm -mm. my body said, lay it down. Tell you, man, I already know how it be. And, and then especially if you just went through an exhausting experience, man. Like, you know, you fell in the whole hole. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's crazy, man. Like, you know, yeah, who does that, man? Then come out of there, still go get you. You know, a lot of people would have been like, man, bum it, I'm done. He's like, nah, I got it. I had to go get this. <laughs> Facts, man, because I knew, like, I know if I go and I practice with my gun and I'm hitting the target and my gun on point, I was like, okay, when I squeeze the trigger, I got a gut feeling. I know I hit that deer. I killed that deer. That's why I was telling the people, I was like, man, I know the deer dead. I heard it crash in the water. The only bad thing is I can't get to it. The water too deep. And then you got these big old alligators down here. Bro, they've been killing 10, 11, 12, 13 foot alligators down in the lake. Man, you a good one, bro. <laughs> six, six to eight hundred plus pounds. Man, good gracious. And on top of that, they got rattlesnakes down there. They got copperheads and they got water moccasins. So like, okay, for instance, you might can see 50, 60 yards. The water might be a foot deep. Next thing you know, that thing drop off. And you don't know when it's going to drop off because it all looked the same. Oh, nah. Nah, we good. Or you might be able to see, okay, it's a patch right there and it's dry and it's elevated. Okay, you know you can stand right there. Which, bro, I looked for this deer for two hours, soaking wet, trying to figure out how to get around the spot to get to it. Because I know he ain't nothing but like 40, 50 yards from where I shot him. Yeah, he can get far. He ain't get far. Uh-uh. So I was like, okay, I know he over there, but I got to figure out how to get from point A to point B. For one, without falling in another hole and the water going on my head. <laughs> Possibly. First and foremost. <laughs> oh, man. Hey. Oh, avoid being an alligator lunch. Uh, yeah, let's not fall in no holes, Randall. Come on <laughs> oh, what? I don't like giving up, but I got to throw the talent on this one. Like, I know the doggone deer is not going to go to waste. The alligator's about to eat good. Mm -hmm. It is what it is. Circle of life. Yeah. Yeah. But you're not getting that, old bro.
You don't get that, man. I got to give you a prize, man. True, true outdoorsman. If anybody ever questioned anything, like true man. outdoors. It's a tough, it's a tough pill to swallow, man. When you shoot a deer, you lose one. But it's it's a part of hunting, man. It's it's gonna happen. Yeah. Ain't no getting around it. Yeah. It is what it is. I mean, they so they're so fast and strong, man. You know, like when it comes to running in particular, like you might hit one good, but man, he might he might get a few yards, so you know, <laughs> under his belt before he finally, you know, collapse or whatever. And, yeah, and you deep out there in the woods like that where lions and tigers and bears, oh my, you know, it's a lot going on out there. So you fighting all that stuff, you know, trying to trying to just get that thing after you hit him even. It's, but like what what's the what's the perfect shot? Even if you get that perfect shot, like what's what's the least amount of distance you think that one might travel after getting hit? Man, I done shot him before I had him drop on the spot. Drop like on the spot. Same setup, like the same bullet, the same amount of grains and the black powder. So, like with the muzzle loader, you get one shot. The place I was hunting at, you can either shoot a muzzle loader or a shotgun with a slug. I chose to shoot the muzzle loader because I can shoot further. I was like, all right, the gun on point. I done dropped them before with this. Squeeze the trigger. He just doggone toted it too far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That's off the chain. Because I recorded it looking back on it. The angle that the deer was. So like I did the same thing. I sprayed sent out. I hit the call. It's a breeding call. Two doe bleats, a long butt grunt. So I hear the deer coming through the woods because he's coming through the swamp. You can hear it. I told my daughter, I said, get ready. I see the deer when he stopped because he paused before he came out in the wood line. He comes out like this. So this is the perfect shot, broadside. Yeah. This is how you all the time when you shoot. The bullet going to pass straight through. The deer hit the field. He go like this. Oh, yeah. yeah. So he, he walking away from me. But I stop him. When I stop him, he turned like this. So he had an extreme angle. So if I had to do it over again, I would have shot further back. So it'll pass through and hit that opposite shoulder. The way I shot, I aimed right behind his front shoulder. So the bullet is going to go into his front part of his sternum and his chest cavity. So it didn't pass through. Ah. It's so he gonna have internal bleeding, like his whole inside just gonna cavity gonna fill up with blood. But he but, got, but he can get some steps in before that happened. Oh yeah. So when it happened, he bam, he cut back off to the left, went straight back to the swamp. You can hear it. Then I hear a crash. I was like, oh yeah, he dead. Water too deep. Bruce. Mm. Yep. Only way to get that deer was to have like. A kayak or a canoe. Mm -hmm. Just to get over to the other side and grab him. But then I, how are you going to get him back over, though? Man, pull that joker in there with you. With you. <laughs> but, like, even if I got chest waders that I wear when, you know what I'm saying, I go to the beach in the water cold, and I can get up to about right here. But the bad thing is, like, stepping in that swamp, bro, it's like quicksand, like, 
I was sinking. Every time I step, I would just go down. And then I'm sitting there trying to move in the water. The waiters would have made it worse because they got weight on them. Maybe. So, I it just is what it is, man. Hey, you got to take it on the chin and keep pushing. That's, that's facts. That's facts, man. That's facts. Well, yo, so you totally been busy, been getting it in, though, doing your thing, you know, getting ready for the show coming up January yes, 1st. You know, what What else you got going on, man, in the immediate future, man, like coming up next few weeks or so? So tomorrow, I'm supposed to be going to the mountains to bear hunt. So, like, it's opening day of bear season in North Carolina mountains. So my buddies, they run the dogs, sent me a picture. They got a bear on camera that's over 500 pounds. And y'all going after him? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> got the that's why I love y'all, man. <laughs> Good gracious. Woo. Hey, get it. But yeah, man, this it's a good group of people, man. They got some awesome dogs, bro. They've been like bear hunting all their lives. Like most of them log trees for a living. So like when bear season come in, bro, they don't play. They taking the whole month off. They not working. All they doing is hunting Monday through Saturday. Wow. Now what now what all can you get? Like when you break, like you get a bear, you break it down. Like what all can you get? Like in order to sell or or you know, you know, to get something out compensation out for like what all can you do with that bear? So like in North Carolina, you can't sell anything unless like you're a restaurant and you got your license. But, like, I mean, people still serve, like, deer jerky and stuff like that. That's going to happen. Yeah. But technically, you're not supposed to sell it. Got you. The man finds you, he's going to try to give you a ticket. You know what I'm saying? But he had to give him a whole bunch of tickets because, like I just said, it's <laughs> a whole bunch of people that hunt. <laughs> Take bags of deer jerky to work. Hey, I got deer jerky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, you know, we know quite a few people do that for sure. It'd be good too. I ain't gonna lie, it'd be good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, if you like meat and you like to eat, man, before I ever ate a bear, people was like, oh, bear meat greasy. You're gonna need a, you know what I'm saying, a can, a spitting can, because it's gonna have all that grease, blah, blah, blah. No, bro. I put bear meat up against any top-notch steak. Really? Is that good? Yes. Yes. I put it up against the meat at uh, Shima's, the Brazilian steakhouse. Okay, yeah. So you definitely, you know, if it go good for you, you got to all let your boy, man. Let me get a taste of something. If it's that good. Bro, <laughs> it's on point. It's better than the best steak you ever had. Oh, that's crazy right there. And it don't matter if it's on the grill or you cut that thing up and put it on the stove top and cook it like stew beef. Man. Now, do you, Either, do, you do anything with the furs? So, I want a bear rug. That's that's on, that's on the list. I you. I, I want a doggone bear rug. And I already know who I'm gonna take it to, man. It's a spot in uh South Carolina. It's called Cord Rays. So 
it's a meat process in place and they attack the derms all in one. <laughs> they doing big things. <laughs> Bro, this joke could be doing alligator rugs, bear rugs, mountain coyotes. Wow. All that. Squirrels, fox, everything. So yeah, I'm gonna go check them out. That's dope. That's dope. Well man, I definitely hope y'all uh get and don't get got. You gotta gotta practice that high level of safety. Y'all go to oh, get bears, man. That's something else, bro. I keep a dog on 10 millimeter with me, man. That's a that's a real good round. Either 10 millimeter or 44 magnum, man. You ain't gotta worry about no beer, bro. You bust his muffin cap back blue. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> oh, that's all the change. Say you get you put him down if you need to put him down. Uh, shoot, shooting them hollow points, bro. Make his insides burn. <laughs> oh man, that is crazy right there. Yeah, Yogi gets no picnic baskets today. That nope. today. That today. <laughs> oh hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But yo, man, any anything else before we wrap this one up, man? It's been good, bro. I love when you uh when you tell your stories about your your hunts and stuff, man. It's you know what I'm saying it's good info, bro. Real talk, man. But what what else you got? Anything else? Y'all stay tuned, man, because the hunting woods about to be on fire. We got cold fronts about to come in. So basically, my favorite time to hunt is from the middle of October to the middle of November. So these next 30 days, it's on and popping. On and popping. That's what I'm talking about, for sure. So okay. get your woods, man. Make sure y'all keep y'all safety harnesses. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on dog on Twitter. Follow me on Facebook. Throw them handles out there, bro. Throw them handles out there. So Instagram is brownredneck 3 um, Twitter is Moss Outdoorsman. Uh, Facebook is Randall Moss. You'll see a picture of me. I got a hat on. You'll see my wife beside me. Um, go get you some merch. Oh, yeah, I'm getting ready to start cranking out hoodies because it's getting cold. Oh, Speaking of that, um, I'm going to be a vendor at the uh, Black Rodeo coming up October 28th. Um, I'll post the information on my Facebook. Shout out to my cousin, uh, Yoshi, the Hebrew cowboy. Um, he put me on with that. I appreciate you. Um, You're looking out, fam. I post a link for the clothing store because you can get stuff from the store. If you just click on the link, got a whole bunch of stuff on there. I got hats. I got shirts. I got hoodies. Um, I got water bottles. I got backpacks. I got laptop sleeves. Man, I appreciate you for helping me set up the website. For sure, for sure. Yeah, man, y'all go get that merch, man. Don't play around. Go get that merch, you know? Especially now. Like, I feel like this is the perfect time to get in with the Moss Outdoorsman because, I mean, it's only going to keep climbing up and up, you know what I'm saying? So, don't get man, in how you fit in. <laughs> you better jump in now because stock about to go up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, all blessings, bro. All blessings, for sure. Yeah. Yes, sir. But you know, it's always good chopping it up with you, man. And and I appreciate how you give what you give to the people, man. And you know what I mean? And like I say, how you give it back to the community, man. Keep doing your thing, bro. Real talk. Stay encouraged, bro. 
man, I appreciate you. For sure. Well, you know how you do, man. Go ahead and send us off right. Hey, man. Love, peace, chicken, grease. I'm out. Peace. Ladies and gentlemen, this episode of the Moss Outdoorsman was brought to you by Bobby Long, Alpha and Omega Bell Bonding, the Deer Shack Processing out of Mount Holly, North Carolina. You drop them, we chop them. Alex Bryce from AB Lighting and Electrical. Mark Kaufman from Kaufman Painting. Mike Sumner of the Sumner Group. This episode was also brought to you by the Madame Mesquite Goose Club. Since 1932, the Madame Mesquite Goose Club has been proudly representing Southern outdoorsmen and their heritage. Shop our collections today. Rep your Southern heritage at MadameMesquiteGooseClub.com. That's MadameMesquiteGooseClub.com, where Southern gentlemen gather. Black Creek Stands is providing an affordable, unguided hunting opportunity out of the Pageland area. So make sure you hit them up at Black Creek Stands at gmail.com. That's Black Creek Stands at gmail.com. Carolina Gold Group LLC, based out of Huntersville, North Carolina, since 2022, they provide commercial and residential cleaning. They make sure your basic needs are taken care of when it comes to tile and you know what VCT stripping and waxing situation that a lot of people don't want to deal with. Well, guess what? Carolina Gold Group specializes in these type of tasks and you can hit them up for a free estimate at 704-674-7572. That's 704-674-7572. Or you can email them at Jared. Tate at iCloud.com. J-A-R-R-E-T-T-T-A-T-E at iCloud.com. Today's scripture reference comes to us from Matthew chapter 5, verse 5. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Y'all, as always, we're going to make sure that we keep God first, but that we also be the hunters, the fishermen, and the outdoorsmen that we're supposed to be. Uh, respect each other, y'all, but also make sure you respect nature. Until next time, peace.